Welcome to another episode of the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. We've got the chat room open. I see Boo Boo and Safe Pet Haven in there, um, our regular listeners. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, Hi, everybody. Oh, there's Laura. Hi, Laura. So... I was having a minor emergency. Um, Makia, my diabetic cat, she's been acting kind of strange. She's been wandering around the house following me ever since this morning. And then she was just doing her throwing up thing. And uh, I was worried she was getting hypoglycemic because I, I had to raise her insulin levels. Uh-huh. But I think she's okay. Oh, she's okay? I think she's okay. She just threw up all over the place, but... She doesn't look oh. busy or anything. Can you um, ask her how she's feeling? Yeah, that'd be really cool if I could do it on the show. So hold on. So Makia, she went into the other room, but I can get her in my head. Hold on. I feel sick to my stomach, and I'm not gonna die. <laughs> because one time she had a hypoglycemic episode, and she like died and came back to life. It was so scary. Oh but gosh. it was around time. It was like between twelve and one, so I was like, "I eat some bad grass." Oh, it was really bad grass. Oh, poor well, little girl. I'm glad it was just bad grass and not something more serious. Me too. Sounds okay. scary. Sorry, sorry for alarming everybody. <laughs> Everyone's okay. How are, how's everything else going? Everything's great. How about with you? Good. You know, last week, um, Saturday, last Saturday, uh, my dog Aloha and Ripley both went to Wagville for their first dog training class. No. Yes. Oh, this John, dog John and I. Oh, so you took one, you each took one? Yeah, I took Aloha and John took Ripley. Oh, wow, that's fun. Yeah, and we did our first, um, it's a basic, like, obedience training class. Good. We're going, we're going every Saturday afternoon. Wow. And they're currently chasing flies in the house right now. But, oh, they um, are, both of them? <laughs> yeah, both of them are doing it. Uh, but they learned, so far they were, were working on our emergency command word where we do like an emergency recall when they really... Oh, my God, well, that's, that's pretty advanced. So that you're learning that on your first day? Yeah, I think it's like a mixed day. So, like, we probably came in, you know, it's like an ongoing... It's always ongoing, I think. Oh, so, I got you, right. Probably, it was your first day, but not everyone's first day. Exactly. They were like, it was all mixed. And so they just kind of taught us that, and they taught us, like, um, our recall, like our regular recall commands and practice where we, like, where the teacher held Ripley, and then John had to go and hide behind this, like, playground thing that they have, and then call her and have her come and then click and treat when she finds him. Oh, my God, isn't that fun? Yeah, I think they had fun. Ripley, of course, didn't do it. She ran around and said hi to everyone else. Are you serious? She didn't come? (laughs) No. (laughs) But she did eventually. It just took her, like, the teacher had to help her. The teacher had to help her? (laughs) Yeah. That is so funny. Will you ask them? Do you want to ask them what they thought of it? Yeah, I want to ask them. Should we ask Ripley if she knew that come was the exercise and she was blowing it off or that she didn't even know? Yeah, I just want to ask them, you know, they how thought? They, they thought. I mean, Ripley did better than Aloha. Aloha was just barking at everyone. Oh, okay. I think I'm really smart. I learned to be smart by listening. you're really smart, you get a treat. Is that true? That's true. And sometimes if you're smart in front of others, others are proud of you. That's a good one. 
<laughs> You're smart in front of others. She's like, yeah, they're watching me. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna ask her if she knew about the cum. Yeah. I was thinking, why are you being so silly when the action's out here? <laughs> <laughs> That's totally how she was acting. She like, because John couldn't see because he was hiding, and I was watching her, and she was just like, kind of walking, like when they let her go, she was just kind of walking around and like looking at other dogs and people. <laughs> And he's like calling her and calling her name and doing <laughs> saying his words he's and like, all that. I, stuff. I want to go back there when there's either, when everyone's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how she looked. That's what about funny. Aloha? What does Aloha say? It was really confusing. <laughs> and how do you learn when you're worried about your mom? <laughs> I have so much worry. But she can chase flies. Yeah. Oh, it's really hard to think about anything when you really want your mom to come home. No. As in in your mom. Right. So for our listeners who don't know, my my dog Aloha is actually my mom's dog. So now I have her and my mom's ill and lives in Japan right now. So, oh, that's so sad. I know. She looks depressed. I have. And I think learning is for dummies. (laughs) (laughs) Learning is so. Learning is so stupid. Oh my God! Look. That's not a good attitude. You're all just going to turn into little robots. Oh, my God. What about keeping your personality? (laughs) I like to walk around when I feel like it. Oh, my gosh. Who wants to be sitting all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You've You've got a bad attitude. A bad attitude about learning. Who? Where yeah. did that come from, though? Because that might come from someone else. Like, I remember before I became a dog trainer, mm-hmm. but the only thing I really knew about dog training was like choke chain and stuff. And yeah, I was like, I don't want to make my dog do those things either. Like, I had no desire to train my dog. So I was like, you know, why? Why make? Why make your dog do something like that? So maybe mm-hmm. she had something like that in her past. Mm, perhaps. You know, I'm like, my mom didn't really train her either, so. Yeah, but maybe she's seen others train Mm -hmm. that way, and she thinks, like, that's not, because it's not healthy to train that way, because the dogs don't learn to process, you know, it's not fun, so maybe she's getting that from there. Let me ask her, where is she getting that from? From my own insight. (laughs) totally obvious that all those dogs are stupid. She has this attitude. Do you remember we talked to her about the um, the father of her children? No. <laughs> like, you asked her, like, who was the father of your children? Because she had babies before we adopted her. And she was like, oh, it was a dumb chihuahua. Like, she was all, like, <laughs> bad-mouthing this chihuahua and how she didn't like her babies because they were half-ugly chihuahuas or something. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's what she said. She's so negative. She doesn't seem negative. That is so ridiculous. How can I forget that? That's hysterical. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why. Maybe she just, maybe it's her chance to just be negative. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) She says she's positive. Oh, she is? Yeah. Okay. You didn't know that dog, she said. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Well, Did you see her puppies? No, I've never seen her puppies. I don't know what they oh. look like. I just we could just tell, you know, by her body that she had had babies before she was um found. Aww, so sweet. She was a baby when she had babies. She was so young. Aww. 
Shall we take our first phone call? Let's do it. Uh, we got Mike on the line. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you? This is Mike. Good. Good. How are you doing? So, Mike. Doing excellent today. Good. Are you um, the gentleman with? I don't know her name. Nancy I have Smith? Abby. I have I no, have Abby. Abby. And and Abby is a one year old female white lab that I rescued um from Baldwin Park Shelter and she just recently I wouldn't say recently, since I had her, it's been a trait that she is friendly across the board, except for if you get in her face like in her bed area or or basically if you get in her face and I wanna kiss her and stuff, she doesn't buy that and she'll she'll brush you back. She'll snap she'll snap and brush you back. And um, she did that this weekend and actually bit somebody on the face. So oh not a good thing. Oh, my gosh. And how bad was it? Uh, two days in the hospital so far. Gonna get, two, she did it out of the hospital today. Two days in the and, hospital? So, and it's my, like, it's my friend from Boston. And uh, and um, good thing she's a sport, a good pal, because uh, that would be a terrible no-no, you know. That would yeah, be really getting well, water. No, no, no matter what. So. So tell me this, okay? She bit your friend, and she obviously bit her really bad. Did she? Did so? She needed. Did she need surgery on her face or something, or what? Yeah, yeah. What? She's getting looked at by a plastic surgeon how to how to stitch it up, you know, the nice way. Okay. Yeah, make so sure there's no infection. So. It wasn't like a nick. It was like I actually. No, it was, a, it was a puncture. Yes, ma'am. It was a puncture. Uh, okay. Both, yeah, across her nose, and, two cheeks. Okay. And so, how long have you had Abby? Remind me that again. August. I, I adopted her in August, and um, when I first got her, a neighbor uh, saw, saw me with the dog outside on the lawn, and kind of a very animated person at that came up and, and um, wanted to say hi to her, bent over her face, uh, tried to pet her, and, and got brushed back. Didn't didn't contact her, just scared her because, you know, made her flinch. Just oh, okay. Okay, and so... Um... This okay, is my daughter as well. I have, a, I have a teenage daughter that she did it to. Um, it was a very good dog person. Um, trains and grooming, all that good stuff. Uh, loves dogs. Same thing. Uh, dog was laying down, got brushed back for being in her face. So and okay. then this weekend, did fist biting. So I'm kind of a witch. Okay. okay. And so, um, so, and so when did this start? Did it start in the very beginning? Yeah, I would say within the when I first got the dog, it, 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 it did it. Um, okay. You know, so a couple weeks in. Let's, let's talk to Abby and see exactly, like, how, like, just explain you. to her the seriousness of this this issue and see if she can control herself and maybe give you, like, give her the ability to say that she could walk away if this is an issue or, you know, right. she's got to come, she's got to come up with, like, another way. And, like, does she know does she, that she hurt your friend, like, this oh, badly? She does. Yeah, she's um, talking around the house. She knows she's an outlier. She does. So one of the things for you to know, especially since you rescued a dog, is that many of the dogs that are rescued can have post-traumatic stress syndrome. So sometimes oh, yeah, yeah. when you go to, like, hug them or something, that can bring back an old memory that may yeah. have nothing to do with you guys. Now, right. you've only had her for, like, six months or something. Sometimes right. you don't. Absolutely not dog-friendly as well. Absolutely not oh, dog-friendly. You're not dog-friendly either. Okay. Okay. So, um, so let me explain to her the situation, but also you need to know, too, and everyone out there who rescues a dog, that when you don't know their past and you don't know what happened to them, you have to, like, baby them for, like, close to a year so that they can work through all their post-traumatic stress. Sure. So knowing that she is not good with people in her face, that needs to be something you tell people right away. Don't get in her yeah. face, period. Yeah. Um, okay. So hold on, um, let me let me get Abby. And so she's a she's a beautiful yellow lab. How old did you say she is? The, the vet says about a year. Okay, hold on, let me get her. I bit someone because they were gonna land on me hard. I thought they were going to squeeze me, and I don't like to be squeezed. I didn't mean to hurt them. I just meant to say back up. 
Sometimes I have a sharp pain down my spine when they get so close to me. When people are close to me, it scares me. I'm going to ask her what happened in her past. Like, why does that scare her in her past? The reason why it scares me is I'm worried people are going to swat at me and hold me down. People would do that when I would jump on them. I never knew other dogs. I don't like them because I don't know how to deal with them. I never had a bad experience. I just don't know them. They confuse me. So she's saying that like the, she gets overstimulated with the other dogs and she doesn't know how to how to handle that. And it looks like somebody did that old school kind of like like if she jumped up on them they might um it doesn't look like they were necessarily abusive to her, but they it looks like they did that alpha role where they like held her down and like held her by her oh. neck. And um she just didn't understand. She didn't understand what that meant. And um I love my home. I want to stay. I didn't mean to hurt her that badly. So one of the things I'm going to tell her is that when she, like, I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but animals have what we call calming signals, and that's body language that animals use to calm themselves, to communicate with other animals, and they use them on us as well. And some of them are licking, blinking the eyes, looking and looking away, sniffing the ground, stretching, shaking, um, getting up and walking away would be a good one. Um, and lack of calming is what you probably see. It might happen really fast, but you probably see it before the bite, is that they'll close their mouth and they'll stare. They'll either stare at whatever is bothering them or they'll stare off into the distance. And then that can either go into straight into a bite or to a snarl or to a bark or a snap. Um, right. Or, and so... In like we get we all freak out like when we see a snap, but in in dog language, that really is just a form of communication. So they don't really know they're necessarily being aggressive when they snap. They're just saying, "Hey, you're totally in my space." Get She's a totally control. Yeah, and face to face, like if you ever n- notice when dogs communicate to each other, when dogs are saying hello to each other, they never stay face to face. That's a very aggressive stance. They go from nose to nose, nose to rear. That's their handshake. We as humans love to bend down and kiss their face and be in their face, but that's not a natural behavior for them. And also us leaning over them. Like if you've ever seen dogs being um, dominant with one another, they'll throw a a shoulder or they'll throw a paw up on the other one's shoulder. And so when we lean over them, that's saying to them, we're being dominant than you. And so that can be very confusing to a young dog who has has already has traumatic experiences and she doesn't have any socialization around other dogs. Very, very confusing. So we have to teach her that whenever she's nervous, she needs to back up and retreat. We're looking young and retreat. It's not okay to snap, ever. It's never okay to snap in the people world. Right. Let me ask her if she heard all that. She said, I heard it, and sometimes walking away is not my first thought. I don't know how to make it my first thought. And so that's something where you can come in and you can teach her to, like, walk away. And have you done any obedience with her? Have you done any training? Oh, yes. Done nothing formally with a person. I've just been um, uh, good at it naturally, and do all the uh, do all the dog whisper tricks, all the all the you know all the walking I can do, all the all the good behaviors. She, everything's oh. excellent across the board. Across the board, she's a kind soul. Just, uh, okay, good. So when you teach her, when you're teaching her stuff, are you using treats? Um, no, 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 no. not even bribery. She, she's eager to yeah. please. Yeah, I would 
start bringing in some treats or throwing of a toy or something, start bringing in a praise to it because you want to make sure that she's learning out of, like, I'm having fun and I'm pleasing my person and this is a really fun thing to do rather than I'm learning because I need to learn this and if I don't, I'll get punished. Or if I don't, maybe something right. bad will happen to me or maybe my dad will get angry. So you want to be nothing got never had to punish. There is no punish. You know, there's, oh, she she does nothing inside the house. She does no other oh, bad behaviors. Good. good. Let me tell her. I want to learn how to be better. Can they teach me because I forget to walk away? So that would be something really good that you maybe you could do with her is maybe get somebody, like maybe you get a, a humane trainer to come over and do some work about people approaching and people in her space and teaching her to retreat. Sure. Sure. Sounds like a good idea. I don't, I don't want to go to another home. Um... So, Mike, we've got to go on to our next caller, but let me okay. keep me posted and let me know how she does. Thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry that you had that been tremendous. happen. Yeah, that's scary. Thank you so much. Okay, Mike, be well. All right, bye-bye. Thanks, Mike. So that's um, a common, you know, of course, we're bringing back calming signals and, and whatnot. Um, can you tell people again what they are? I posted them in the chat room, but I wanted oh, you to have you. Yeah. Good. Blinking, yeah. What is it again? Um, so it's blinking, um, mm-hmm. looking and looking away. So if an animal looks at you and then looks away, mm-hmm. uh, sniffing the ground can be one. Like sometimes they do like this fake sniff and people think, or like, oh, my God, he's ignoring me or he's ignoring the other dog or but really what they're doing is just saying, hey, you can calm down. Um, or coming to you at an arc, like, for instance, some people, especially men, um, will call dogs with a really firm voice, mm-hmm. and the dog will be a little bit nervous to come, and so what they'll do is they'll come at an arc. Mm-hmm. So they'll make, like, a big semicircle to you, and they might have their nose down when they do that. They do that to some women, too. And you just want to, like, when they do that, they're just saying, I want to come to you, but I'm just a little bit nervous, so I'm trying to calm you down a little bit. And mm-hmm. so if you see them doing that, you can turn your body to the side a little bit, take a breath, avert your eyes so that you're not looking right at them. Um, licking their mouth is one, yawning, like them taking a big yawn, or uh, stretching, like doing that, that yoga down dog pose, or what we call it in the dog world is uh, play bow. That's, that's something that they can do. Holding up a paw, usually when they hold up a paw, they're trying to calm themselves, but also they have a lot of stress. Um, shaking, well, they'll, like, you, like you see a dog getting out of the water and they'll do a big shake. They do that after, like, a big play session or they'll do it after, like, an, uh, a fight or a big barking frenzy. They'll might, you might see them do a big shake to calm down. Cool. It's really important to know them because the more you know them, you can see, like, okay, when is my dog calming themselves? And, and if you start marking them, even in the cats and horses, I mean, I believe all animals have them, even humans. If you start watching, then you can really start to read their emotions more, like what are they feeling confident about, what are they feeling nervous about. And then, again, lack of calming is like shutting the mouth, staring, um, leaning on the front paws, body getting stiff. And how this other dog's house, she has pain in her spine. She could, Mm -hmm. one, have pain in her spine from an old injury, or she could just have pain in her spine because when she gets nervous, she just tenses up her body and tucks Mm -hmm. her tail. Right. That creates pressure on the spine. So when they're doing these calming signals, like especially when, as in Mike's case, when she's doing the calming signals, if she shows any calming signs in those situations, it's always good to treat her or give her praise during those moments, right? Yes, yes, or even just marking them, like mm-hmm. like good calming, good licking, good yawning. And eventually what they'll do is they'll be like, huh, why am I getting praised? Mm-hmm. And then they'll think, like, what did I just do it? Oh, I licked, and then they'll think, oh, what did I feel like when I licked? And, oh, that actually made me feel better. And then they'll start doing it more on their own. Right. I know for Ripley, she does 
all of those all the time. She just always has. Um, she just she yawns and shakes constantly. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got so much pent up energy, so she's yeah. doing that. You know, the yawn to kind of let it yeah. out. Yeah. These these signals are really healthy. You want to see your animals doing these signals. They're healthy. Um, okay. It's when when they do them really excessively, where they're like looking back and forth, or they're licking, 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 or yawning, yawning, yawning. You like if everything's happening fast, mm-hmm. then you know, oh, my dog's a little like kind of getting stressed, and they're trying to calm themselves, and mm-hmm. they're really stressed. And what you could do is remove them from the situation, get them yeah. to walk away. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're really healthy signals. You want to see them. You you'll see them, and some people have an eye for them, and some people don't like. Like, some people will be like, oh, yeah, I already see them. Or they'll be looking at their animal when I'm saying that, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, she just licked. And other people, their dog could blink and lick, and they don't even see it. They're like, I've never seen them do that. I'm like, oh, she just did it. And the pure person will be looking at the dog, and they still won't notice it. So it it can take a little while to kind of get your eye to to notice those things. So just pay attention. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's go to our next caller. Hi, who are we going to be talking to today? Hello? Hello, are you there? Uh, Maybe we've... (laughs) No one's there. Going to the next caller. Sorry, hanging up. Okay. Hi, who are we going to be talking to today? Hi. Can you hear me? Hi there. Yes, we can hear you. Hi. Awesome. Um... Uh, my name is Tora, and I am wondering about uh, my dog Bullet today. Okay. And so, what does what does Bullet look like? Bullet is a um, what is he? he's a he's a pit terrier or not terrier? He's a pit a big white. He's like a mix. He's a pit mix. Okay, but he's a pit mix, and he's big and yeah, he's, he's white. like a shepherd. Yeah, he's white and has some dark on him too. Okay, and and what about like does he have like pointy ears or? So I just yeah. want to picture him, so I make sure I get the right dog. Uh, yeah, yeah, he has he has pointy ears. He has um, kind of a long nose, or he's got a kind of a big nose, I think. And okay, part shepherd. I mean, what, what do you want to ask him? Um, well, I've been doing like a sort of like my own kind of reiki on him. Like I've been putting my hands over to help heal him. I'm wondering if he. Oh, feels that or if he like really likes it and his I think his I just changed his food again. I don't know. I think there's something wrong with his tummy. Okay. Okay. What's his you said you're trying to heal him. What's his issue? Is it his stomach? How old is he? Um he is I think ten now and he has a heart condition and his oh. legs I think hurt. He just okay. kinda hurt. Okay, hold on, let me get him. Mm-hmm. It really helps me when you put your hands on my neck and my hips. I like it when you massage down my back legs. Do you do that? No. I Well, well, kind of like when I do it, I just put my hands on the bottom, but I don't actually touch them. But there's maybe, you, put, you know. Maybe. You put his hands on your on his bottom, did you say? Like around yeah, his I yeah, I put his I put my hands like on his head and on his bottom. And oh, okay, then I yeah. just so kinda let my arms work it. Oh yeah, that's what he's saying. So let me clarify that because he said his neck, let me clarify that I wasn't I'm in the right area. That it's not head instead of neck. Well, it it goes kinda all over the body, like it ends up on his heart okay. area. Um. My heart feels calmer after mom works on me. Oh. I'd like it down my legs. It looks like the back of his thighs, like in the back of his hocks. He'd like that that okay. rub. Awesome. Yeah, I'm thinking about taking the Ojai School for Massage for smaller Oh, animals. yeah. Yeah, that's good. I know people who have done that. They really enjoyed it. Cool. And what about his, his tummy? Because I, I think that's part of his problem, too. Like, he's been really gassy. Okay, he also says he wants his toes to be rubbed. <laughs> mm. 
And my stomach hurts a lot. It burns low in my stomach. It doesn't burn up high. That's good. So it's not like he has like a heart burn or anything. Mm-hmm. Huh, wait, he's saying what kind of food he likes. Hold on. It's really chopped, it's really fine chopped up meat. You know what mm. that is? No. It, to me, it looks like chewed chicken. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what that is. I don't know. Like, I, well, we're not really, I, well, I guess he was are giving, you giving him, like, him hand? Uh, he was for a while. Getting, Oh, that's what he wants then. Canned food, did you say? Yeah, canned food. Yeah, that's what he wants. With, the, with his dry. But is his dry like is his is his dry food okay? Does he feel better when I don't really I don't really food? want the dry. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> it doesn't feel good on my teeth either. Hmm. The dry food hurts my stomach. What are you feeding him? Yeah. Well, it's the stuff from Costco. I can get my boyfriend to do the organ. Oh, yeah. My you can definitely feed him a better food. I definitely. know. Well, it's, you it's know, like their best brand, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I used to think that that brand was really good. It's called Kirkland. I used to think that it was really good because the ingredients actually look good. And then my really good friend has a dog that was having, like, skin problems. And he was just, her, his dogs were just having issues. There were two labs. And I said to him, why don't you just change the diet and change to, like, a natural balance, no grain? Mm-hmm. And it's like they're two different dogs. They're, like, amazing. And I thought, oh, well, now I'm going to tell everyone that's <laughs> using Kirkland not to use Kirkland. So um, you can find a higher quality kibble for about the same price. Um, so you should try that. And I'd get no grain because when they get older, the grain swells in their stomach. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I'll have to talk them into it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, I wanted you oh, to go yeah, to the you- Holistic Expo. Oh, but yeah, I'll, I saw you send me an email. I was wondering if that was you. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, send you, I'll send you an email back. I didn't read the whole thing, to be honest with you, but I'll read the whole thing, and I'll I'll, send, I'll get back to you. All right, really cool. All right, <laughs> thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Holistic Expo, that sounds fun. I know, it does, huh? You want to go? Yeah. If I can really? go, I'd love to go, yeah. Where is it? Okay. I don't I guess know. We I have to read the email. <laughs> well, we'll check out the email. Um, okay. We are going to one more caller. Hold on. Hi, which pet are we going to talk to today? Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, yeah. What's your pet's name? Oh, I'm sorry. Ramal um, okay. is here again. And he's made great improvement, but there's still stress whenever he walks in the room. If I'm not there to calm things, um, the one that was attacked and one other still has real, uh, you know, growling and hissing and trying to run away and things. Uh, okay, okay. So, um, can you remind me your situation? Because I talked to so so many people. Oh, so no, rem- I'm sorry. No, that's I'm okay. Just-, just remind me who, if it's a, it's a dog or a cat or oh. what they look oh. like. That would just help. This is. They're all cats. Okay. That's the one who we are very sure did the attacking. Um, is an obese, uh, Siamese-looking tabby mix. Okay. And um. Although he's great with all humans and he can get along with most of the other cats, he's earmarked a couple and he even attacked one that almost lost her leg because of it back in um, December. Oh, right. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. And so so do you, who do you want to talk to today? Do you want to talk to the the one that was the attacker? Yes. Yes. Okay. And, And what do we want to ask him? What what does he need that other than to make them all all the rest of them go away and to be the only child? 
Uh, other than that, what can I do that would make him be uh, kind to all the other kitties and that I can trust him again? Okay. Is he being separated now still? Well, no. I But I have to keep the one that got attacked in a condo cage um, at all times if he's out of a sequestered room. Oh, okay. Okay. So we all have access to all the other cats and the house, but not at the same time. Right. And how many cats do you have in the house? Uh, total is 11. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. Okay. I don't think I want to be good. I want to be separate. I feel more in control that way. When she's out of her cage, I get really stressed out. I start to feel angry. And I feel fearful in my shoulders. I don't know what it is, but I feel like she's going to hurt me. My mom tells me that she wouldn't. I don't understand myself. And then if there are other cats behind me, I feel even more mad. There's a couple of them I take it out on. Is that true? Yes. Like I said, he he gets along well with, with, you know, the majority of them. There's one or two that he will uh, go after with no no provoking. Just because I think, they... it's, best, I think it's best if we're separate. Separate something meaning about, there's separate something meaning. about their separate meaning that they're not that he can't get to them. Okay. Separate meaning. Something in there. He's going to have uh, to go in seclusion then because they can't be trapped in a cage all the time. Okay. When he's when he's um when he's secluded, does he have any friends with him? Well. In general, we have kind of a changing of the guards routine um, uh-huh. so that he and three others go into a you know into a bedroom and the door is shut, and they have their food litter and water and everything and they you know they've already had like a whole day or half a day in yeah. the house and and have i want to do that he says i want to do that. So there's something about it that I don't know if it's something from from before you got him or something that's just like a pack mentality and he's picking out like omegas, but there's something about them that he doesn't trust his own self for. I know. He came from somewhere that nobody was telling why he was surrendered. Yeah, so it sounds like I'd listen to him. Like Like he knows his own... Like, he knows what he can do and what he can't do, and he's saying it's really hard for me to stop myself. Oh, and he's okay, with being, he's okay with being put in another room. So that's okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Thanks for rescuing all of them. Well, they're pretty, they, all but one is special needs, and it's <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> yeah. It's, but he seemed to be only happy when he could be with me, and his attitude for so long was everybody else has to go. And now at least he seems like he's willing to take less of me. In yeah. Order to stay he's here. thinking. He's thinking more about his behavior, which is really good. And so it is thanks better. so thanks so much for calling in. We gotta keep going. Okay, well, I appreciate okay. it. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Aww. 11 cats, wow, that's amazing. I know, that's a lot. I think it's amazing, too, when you think about, like, when the cats, like, you mm-hmm. know, I can't fix them all, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Like, 
we can only really tell them to be, they're like people. We're the same way. We can only say like, these are your tools that you can use, you Mm -hmm. know, to become more conscious and to become more friendly. And then it's up to them to really keep doing it. They know their own strengths and weaknesses. And it's like people who are angry, it's like they really want to, but sometimes something will set them off and to know what your strong points are and your weak points. It's good. Sounds like they're making progress, though, so that's great. I know, yeah. And you have a friend, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, last week, you know, we got an email from a caller we had had on named Eric. I don't know if you remember him. Um, yeah. He called um, about his cat that was really into going, the cat really wanted to go outside. Um, but I wanted to read uh, this message he sent us. It says, Laura, thanks for spending some time with me in Salem today. He was the one fixated on going outside. I was the one fixated on keeping him inside. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> since, he's always, since he always gets his way in the end, I went out and bought a harness and let him uh, and, and letting him get used to it first before taking him out for our first walk. Thinking about it, when we adopted him through Cat's Cradle, the little girl that fostered him during his early months told us that she used to take him out on walks on a leash. Possible this is why he's so determined to get outside again. We also uh, are going to buy a pen so he can sit outside on the deck during the day and be safe. I have been with him several times since our discussion, and he has not once been aggressive towards me, almost like he knows that I'm working toward getting him outside. Thanks for speaking with him. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, so thanks to Eric for um, giving us a little feedback on on what's been going on. That's really awesome. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm excited to talk to them again when he's been going outside for a while. And I hope that that the aggression stops completely. Yeah, I know. I know. I hope so. Um, so we're. I'm looking for our guest caller. I don't know. We're going to be having Jill from ShadowsFun.org, and we've had Shadows Fund on here before. Um, and uh, let me see if I can find her. So hold on one second, okay. please. Okay. Um, we're here. Oh, Hello. you're here. Yep. Yes. Great. Oh, great. So who is this? It's Jill and Cody from Shadows Fund. Good to, good to hear from you. I was picturing the hearing, or I was waiting for Jill's voice. So I was I know it's all good. It's all good. Um, okay, so tell us about your wonderful organization. What you guys do? Shadows mm. uh, Fund is a rescue organization for the dogs we consider to be the most vulnerable at shelters. So that's senior dogs, pit bulls, and pit mixes. Um, dogs who are injured or ill, uh, the dogs who typically just get passed over for adoption even though they're incredible, loving, wonderful, adoptable dogs. And we, um, a little over a year ago, because these dogs are uh, so hard-pressed to find homes, we created a 100-acre sanctuary where we could bring these dogs to the shelter and give them a, a home while we wait to find their forever home. Um, wow, that's just, amazing. So how how many dogs do you have there? Right now there are 26 dogs at the sanctuary, uh, as well as 19 horses, six pigs, uh, a, about six chicken, and a sheep. And oh then we have gosh. another, we have about another 20 dogs out in foster. So, oh, um, yes, you do. Wow. About 40 dogs in our care. Wow. And so tell us your website so everyone can can look that up. Sure. It's www.shadowsfund.org. And so most of your dogs are pit bulls and older dogs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Correct. So, um, so what do you just, I'm just curious about like, how do you like, how is it, like, do you feel like there's, you must need adopters, of course. And so um, what type of person does it take to adopt an older dog? You know, you know like, who, who would that be good for? Really, almost anybody. Um, older dogs, what we find is that they are so 
incredibly, um, for lack of a better word, low maintenance. I mean, these dogs really mm. don't need a lot of exercise. They they want to spend most of their time kind of laying around and resting their old bones on a soft bed. What they need mm. is love, a good home, you know, good food, a soft bed, affection, a little bit mm. of playtime. But they don't need, you know, the same commitment that a puppy needs that requires housebreaking mm. and training or a two-year-old dog that needs to go for a long hike every day to drain his or her energy. You know, they're just they're just such sweet old souls that really just need a good, warm, loving home. And the other thing about them that a lot of people don't know is that senior dogs are great companions for young dogs, particularly young puppies. So good at teaching manners and boundaries and rules and respect that they, they're really a good candidate if you have a, a young dog and and maybe you have a busy schedule, bring a senior dog in, and, and that dog will not only be a companion, but they'll help raise that other dog. That's so true. I couldn't have raised Luca without my Stormy, <laughs> for sure. And they're so. what I found about them, too, is that they're so grateful because they've been to so many places before they get to you, and they're so grateful. And I think it's such a gift when people can adopt the older dogs because I feel that, before an animal dies, it makes such a huge difference on where they go in heaven or how they get to heaven or, you know, if people believe in heaven and all the different dimensions. If they are loved, no matter what their life is like beforehand, if they are loved in the months before they die or the weeks before they die or even the days before they die, it makes such a huge difference on the evolution of their soul. And so it's it's such a miracle, I think, to give that to them. And so I really praise you for what you do. Helping all of them. Yeah. That's how we got into this. Shadow Shadow's Fund was named after a dog named Shadow that somebody dumped at a shelter when he was 15 years old. They actually just left him tied to the tree outside the shelter. And uh, we adopted him. He lived another year and a half with us. And you are absolutely correct. He was so grateful and so happy. He didn't act like a dog who had been abandoned or left behind. He got up every morning with just an absolute joy for life. It was it was inspiring. Oh, I love it. I love it. So you sent me a picture of a dog named Ace, right? And can you tell us a little bit about Ace? Yeah. Ace was found as a stray um, a couple of months ago by a nice young couple, and they, they picked him up uh, to help him. They couldn't keep them. They had, you know, their three-dog limit already, uh, but they didn't want to see him die in a shelter. Um, they took him to the shelter to see if an owner claimed him. An owner did not. And so they went back and, and picked up Ace just to kind of save his life and contacted us. At the time, we were full, so we came up with a, a temporary solution to board Ace until we got room uh, to bring him to our sanctuary. Well, He's now he's since come to our sanctuary, and what we have learned is that this stray dog uh, with an unknown past has some 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 real troubles. He has a real, I think, dark space that he's kind of existing in right now, and maybe even existing in and out of because we also see a very playful, loving, light puppy side of Ace. But oh, he is he has expressed some aggression. Um, not only to other dogs, but to a couple of our volunteers. He seems to pick and choose who he's going to trust in his space. And, um, you know, he's, he's, I don't know how else to describe it, but to say that you can just look in the dog's eyes and know that there's something, there's something there. At every moment he's wondering what your intent is for him, it seems, whether or not he needs to defend his own life. And, you know, the violence is just so, um, it just seems like his life has been wrapped up in violence in some way to us, and we are just we want to help this dog have his best shot at living a balanced okay. and healthy, happy life. Okay. And okay. Let me get let me get a hold of him because I'm a little worried about time. So let me get let me get him. He's so handsome. He's like this brindle pity, and he has these like most gorgeous eyes. Gorgeous. Oh, he is beautiful. Yeah, he's so beautiful. He's got the sweetest eyes ever. Okay. Let me get him. Hold on. I'm really scared somebody's going to drown me. 
had been held down in water before. You know what's interesting about that is that I've heard, like, some of those um, Vic dogs were held down in water. Mm-hmm. Michael Vic dogs? Oh, my goodness. The the volunteer that he bit was coming into his room with a huge pan of water when he jumped up and nipped her arm. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm scared a lot. Sometimes I'm scared because I don't think I see reality. Sometimes I see men fighting with guns. I don't think they're shooting the guns. I think they just have them. Well, I see, I've seen lots of fights. Sometimes people will just hit you because you're there and they're angry. I know people here are trying really hard. But if I sense even the slightest anger, I get scared. When I bite, I go into a different place. I don't know where I am. And then when I come to, I get dizzy. And that's really scary. So he's sort of going, he has that like classic post-traumatic stress. And um, and it's hard because he doesn't feel it coming on. So it's hard for him to stop it. You know, he's so reactive. Right. So that, like, again, those com- marking those calming signals would be really good for him. And uh, he needs a lot of, as you probably know already, a lot of downtime, like a lot of rest time, like less is more, you know? Yeah, our um, our approach, this, the boarding facility he was in was a training facility, and they were trying to train him. And we contacted them and said, just don't. Just let's have no agenda for him. Just let him be. And right now that's our intent at our ranch is to just let him be, let him decompress. We've been trying to focus on, just the positive places where he seems like a puppy and likes to play and we're just that's yeah, the only that's, space we're going to with him right now. Yeah, that's that's what he needs. It's so good that you're doing that. Um he's saying something else on. I wanna play with other dogs. But I get so scared. It's interesting because he's a little bit like that cat we just spoke to is that he um he wants to play, but his reality is so jagged. It's so broken. Like, it, it's it, because of the post-traumatic stress comes back, and so he doesn't know, like, where he is. So there are times when he wants to play with other dogs, but then it, everything can shift in a moment. Mm-hmm. Right. That's exactly how it feels. It really feels like there's two dogs in there. I do better after I eat. After I eat, I feel calmer. That must be because of, um, like, the digestion process or something. Let me, I'm going to tell him about him being safe and loved and that um, he's got to try really hard to recognize the signals of when he is feeling that way, like when he's starting to feel reactive, and he's got to stop, really try hard to stop himself. Okay. I already sort of know that. He she he said that there's one man that he really likes. Do you know who that is? Yeah. And that it would help him if he wore if he got to wear a bandana or something that smells like him. What's interesting about a lot of these dogs that have the huge PTSD like really bad smell oftentimes clicks them out of it. So it's interesting that he wants something of somebody he loves to be on him. Hmm. Okay. The man he's called. Do you know who that is? Well, it's one of, there's only two men. There's really only two handlers that interact with him, and that's Cody and the other is my father, and he loves them both. And he and my father play together every day. Oh, okay. Maybe it's him then. I feel good that I'm here and I'm trying really hard to be fixed. Oh, oh. 
Can you ask? Explain to him. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to ask if you could ask him what we can do to help him more. Moving slowly helps. Catching and catching my eye for an instant before you walk towards me. So not holding eye contact, but just catching his eye. Yeah, he he uses eye contact a lot to to size you up and to to investigate the the environment. So yeah. He says also, if you never yell around me. But I think that's just any loud noise around him. Yeah. Okay, we've got a, we've got a, um, can you tell your, can you tell your website again for everyone out there? Yes, it's uh, www.shadowsfund.org. And, um, and so where are you guys located? We're in Lompoc, which is northern Santa Barbara County. Oh, great. And where do you um, adopt out to? Anywhere? Uh, all over the state. We'll go as far as we need to go for the right home. Oh, great. Well, thank you for everything that you do. We've got to kind of move on. But it's so nice to talk to you guys, and I hope Ace keeps continuing getting better and it will really help him if you just keep talking to him about lick and yawn and blink your eyes. Just ask him to do those things. Okay. And that will help all the dogs that come into your facility for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Thank you thanks for the so up. much. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being on. Okay. Okay, bye. That was uh, Jill and Cody from shadowsfun.org. There's an S, shadows fund.org. So check them out and we'll have that information on Laura's website, thepetpsychic.com as well. So come to thepetpsychic.com if you don't remember the website or want to get any other information from the show today. Uh, any words of wisdom from your house or my house? Oh. Well, let's see. Luca, honey, do you want to say any words of wisdom? I can hear the garbage man outside. <laughs> Not exactly words of wisdom. Words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's ask Aloha. How about Aloha? I'm really smart and I'm going to learn. <laughs> I'm going to learn to be positive. Oh, that's good. Next time I go to training class, I'll be happier. I don't need her to I don't be want, happy. I don't want you all to think that I'm negative. Anyone else? Stormy, what about you? You want to say any words of wisdom? Oh, he wants... Stormy wants me to tell Ace, the dog that we were talking to from Shadows Fund, mm-hmm. that um, that he should, when he's just resting or when he's got not much to do, he should be thinking about his paws on the earth because that will help him be in his body. Oh. And it will help bad memories go away. That is some good advice. And Stormy wants me to tell Ace that no one will ever hurt him with water ever again. Mm-hmm. And that water is good to drink. <laughs> or to get mud off. That's that's true. <laughs> Thanks, Stormy. <laughs> awesome. So next week we're not going to be here, but we might be doing um, a special show. So we won't be live, but check out our show online. Um, It'll be at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check out thepetpsychic.com, and we will see you the following week live. Call in then. Bye. Bye. Bye.